0: Welcome to My Own Little Soapbox, where Andrea Bean Gibson stands up for wives and mothers, daughters and sisters that don't have a platform to discuss what really matters. Join Andrea and her father-in-law, Dr. Brant Gibson, as they discuss things you've wondered about, and even some you may never have thought of. Now, on My Own Little Soapbox. Soapbox.
1: Hello, I'm Dr. Brant Gibson. I'm so excited to be here again with Andrea, and we're going to talk about what today?
2: Well, um, today I'm upset about pockets.
1: (laughs) Pockets. Tell me a little bit more.
2: Well, you see, the pants that I'm wearing right now look like your average everyday jeans. They are, in fact, jeggings, which are more comfortable and look just as nice. However... The front have these things that look like pockets. But can you guess what's in them? <laughs> well,
1: there's nothing in them, right?
2: There's nothing in them because they're not real pockets. Because for some reason, women don't get to have pockets in their clothes. <sighs> I think it's just a boy to sell us purses, honestly.
1: Well... Don't you like wearing a, wearing a purse or using no, a purse?
2: No, I hate using a purse. <laughs> I just want to have my stuff. I only need three things, and on any given day, I need my phone, my keys, and my wallet. Right. That's the same thing a man needs during his day. <laughs> Once a month, I need one more thing, but that could also easily be carried in a, in a pocket. pocket. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so are pants the only thing that they have that issue?
2: No. I'm talking everything, okay? Men, when they wear suit jackets, they have an extra little pocket in their coat. We don't get that. Hmm. Usually, we, if we have a jacket at all, have zero pockets or those little like flap things that are still sewn shut and don't have any functionality whatsoever. (sighs) So
1: why do you think they do that?
2: Well... Uh, several reasons. Actually, I did look up some research on the history of the pocket. Um, back in the olden times, they didn't have pockets. They had little slits in their clothes where they could reach into to get the pouches that were tied around their waists. Right. Right. But then, ding ding ding, a little revolutionary idea came. They sewed the pouches right into their clothes but only the men's clothes. And they stopped putting slits on everyone's clothes. So now the women still had to carry around the little pouches under their clothes, but they couldn't get to them in public. What's the point of carrying anything if you can't get to it in public? Oh, and about the time of the French Revolution, all the pouches for women were outlawed. They wow. weren't allowed to carry them because they might keep revolutionary material. I say with air quotes in their pouches, but you know they wouldn't be able to grab them anyway.
1: Revolutionary material, huh?
2: Yep. So like paper.
1: Right. <laughs> Something. Whatever. Yeah. Yes. So they, they got rid of pouches, but did, did they ever did they have a good reason why they still didn't have pockets in women's clothes?
2: No, there's not a good reason. In fact, they, that's when they started carrying little purses, but they were so small that basically all you could carry was like a coin and maybe a hanky <laughs> because women were not allowed to have property. So why would they need to carry anything?
1: <laughs> well, that, that hasn't changed, has it?
2: Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, th- sure. Women are not allowed to have property. <laughs> Tell that to the Vice President of the United States currently.
1: Correct. Yeah, I did a little bit of research as well because I'm sitting there going, okay, this doesn't make sense to me. Why would they do this? And one of the theories, I don't agree with it necessarily, but one of the theories was that they wanted the women to have a more slender appearance.
2: I wish, ladies and gentlemen, that you could hear my eye roll, (laughs) because you can't, but it was there. Right. Pockets don't ruin that. (laughs) Just because you have junk in your pants doesn't mean that you don't look as cute. But if you want a slender appearance, we could still have pockets, and you could carry a purse. That's still your choice. Personally, I hate carrying a purse. It's just one more thing that I have to be carrying. I already have to carry myself, and that's enough. Plus a diaper bag now, and a baby.
1: So what's your solution?
2: Just put pockets in women's clothes. That's the solution. (laughs) The solution is for people to stop being stupid and give us what we want. Every woman... When you ask them this question, we'll say, yes, I would like more pockets in my clothing. And you know what else? If a girl's wearing a cute dress and it's got pockets and another girl compliments her dress, the first thing she's going to say is, thanks, look, it has pockets. (laughs) Because we know, we know our plight. It's a real problem. And it's very, like, it's very sexist. Because my husband can, like, touch his toes through his pockets, and mine have fake little slits on them. I'm a human being. I have things, okay? I've got a cell phone, and don't get me started on keeping your cell phone in your back pocket. It hurts, okay? It's not comfortable. You're sitting on your phone. That's how it falls in the toilet. It's just not practical and i mean people do it and if it works for you that's fine it does not work for me because i don't like being poked in the butt with my cell phone (laughs) and keys keys if you have car keys what are you supposed to do with those because i'm not sitting on those all day Mm -mm. (sighs) it just drives me crazy
1: well the question is, is the back pocket the same size as men's
2: probably not I've never worn a pair of men's (laughs) pants, but I'm sure that they could probably fit the entire country of Russia in their pants pockets. And I can fit, like, maybe my fist. Maybe. If you're lucky. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe on a Tuesday when the weather is nice.
1: (laughs) So, tell me a little bit. So, dresses don't usually have them. Coats jackets don't usually have
2: them. It's a, it's a toss up. My coat does, but that's cuz my mother-in-law got it for me and she's awesome and knows what to look for.
1: <laughs> okay, but we know we know pants don't. That's always been an issue. Yeah.
2: I mean, some women-owned companies are putting pockets in their leggings. I have a couple of pairs of leggings that have like significant pockets in them, but it's few and far between and you have to pay a lot for those leggings because they're small companies. That you're supporting,
1: and they have pockets, so you got to pay for them.
2: That's right; you have <laughs> to pay the pocket tax, it's called the female pocket tax.
1: So, what more can you tell us about the the pocket situation for women?
2: It's it honestly is bleak, but it's looking up. Like those few companies are getting with it; they've gotten a clue, they've heard our plight, but. I don't know. I got these pants that I'm wearing right now. I mentioned earlier on Amazon. I'm not sure if Amazon was the vendor or if it was through a third-party company, but whatever company I bought them from did not have pockets, and I couldn't check because I bought them on Amazon.
1: <laughs> so my vote, I'm with you. My vote is that women should have pockets in their clothes. I don't I can't I can't couldn't find any justification either. So with that, we're gonna actually move on to something else just because I wanna ask you a couple more things that are completely, well, kind of unrelated. So we'll see if we can go from there. So All right. next thing.
0: You're listening to my own little soapbox.
1: Why don't we go shoes? Women's shoes. OK, oh, because no. the other other problem that I see a lot of times you are saying OK, how do we get a cute, comfortable woman's shoe?
2: Oh, shoes. <laughs> All right. So um, heels don't bother me. As you know, I am a toe walker, so I just. It's
1: the I, it's like the walk. ideal position for her foot <laughs> as far really as the is. way she walks. So
2: but they're not. I mean, it has to be the right heel. I have to have something with a platform, otherwise my foot is basically shaped like a horse's foot. And that's not comfortable for human beings. Right. And they make shoes like that. They're stilettos that don't have a platform. And they are not comfy. And it's not good. And you know what? They're not good quality either because they assume that women want to buy a thousand pairs of shoes, because that's the stereotype, so they make really cheap shoes, so we can buy a thousand pairs of shoes, but they wear out in three months, whereas my husband has been wearing the same pair of dress shoes since we were married two years ago.
1: (laughs) That may not be right either, but we'll We'll leave that alone. Um.
2: (laughs) No, that's 100% correct. We bought the shoes for our wedding, and he still wears them every time he has to look nice.
1: Right. And because he doesn't have to wear them every day, they last. But in the same thing, women don't wear the same stiletto or the same high heel every day either, and they still wear up.
2: Right. And we have to have more pairs so that the pairs we have will last longer. And they're not comfortable. They're not good for our feet. My feet are so messed up. And it's not just because I walk on my toes. It's because my shoes don't fit properly. And they don't make them in ways that feet are meant to go. <laughs>
1: so the the interesting thing about that is they've actually got a study out that shows that women, on average, can wear a shoe like that for about 32 minutes.
2: Without causing damage?
1: Without or? Without discomfort.
2: Wow. I wore a pair of heels on my wedding day for probably 12 hours. Right. Yeah. And they were newish. I had broken them in a little bit, but...
1: (sighs) So that's something to think about. So we know heels are a problem. In your case, like you said, they're not always a problem because you like to be on your toes. But what about flats or some of these other types of shoes?
2: Okay, so those don't provide enough support. most of the time um if they're gonna be a cute pair of flats they're basically gonna be whatever material they're using probably silicone on the bottom just a flat piece of silicone and then the decorative part that keeps it on your foot and they don't smell nice after a while so you have to buy special socks to wear with them and they you can't walk in them for any period of time they're they're sitting shoes (laughs) I wouldn't go to Disneyland in a pair of flats. And I also would not go to Disneyland in a pair of flats in a pair of vans. But I think that goes for men and women, honestly, because they just don't have the right support. And you know what else is people's feet are not on average the same size. You know, this you're a podiatrist. (laughs) And so having two shoes that are the same size doesn't work. For two different sized feet so you have one shoe that's like the per- perfect size for your foot it fits perfectly it's comfortable and then the other foot is either too big or too small where do what how do we fix that as a society i don't know but i sure wish it were different
1: <laughs> okay one more type of shoes finding a good running or walking shoe how has that been for you
2: <laughs> I am not the most athletic person. In fact, I might be the least athletic person. Um, but that actually, for me, has not been a huge struggle. Um, because they kind of make the shoes the same way for men and women. And I think that works, honestly. Because they, they do
1: now. They, they didn't yeah. used to. So that's no. actually... The... The big problem I want that I see people have is shoe size, because a lot of times, like you're saying, you have different sized feet. So you could say, well, it kind of fits on this foot, but it doesn't doesn't fit on the other foot.
2: Yeah, exactly. And they have to have the right support, honestly, um, and be comfortable, because if you're wearing an uncomfortable shoe that's not giving you the right support, you're going to get plantar fasciitis. You're going to get bunions. It's not going to be good. It's going to be bad news bears.
1: Okay, so we've talked about shoes as a problem. We've talked about pockets is there any other complaints you have about women's clothes
2: I feel like I had one more about shoes because there is a thing about women's shoes that's different than men's shoes and I can't remember what it was width Was it, width? it might, it might be. have been width the width is not all right because I have wide toes but all the shoes are trying to make your toes super pointy And like the straps at the front, those are no good. Those rub, they cut into your toes, bad. I can't wear shoes with straps unless the strap is in the back, but that's not cute.
1: (laughs) It's all about appearance, right?
2: That's right. It's all about appearance. It's like they don't expect us to be doing things. Make me a cute pair of shoes that I can wear anywhere. I mean, maybe not running because running's different. You need different support for your feet, but... Make me a cute pair of shoes that I can wear to a mall or to church on Sunday. And then I will be a happy person. Or not even a mall. To the office or to the other place of business that I work (laughs) at.
1: (laughs) Great. So anything else you want to say about women's clothes?
2: You know, if I think of it I'll tell you but as of Perfect. right now I think we're good
1: well so the idea here is this is kind of the way we're going to do it we're kind of just going to talk about stuff we're going to kind of just go through things and that's the point so two takeaways here there's an issue with women's shoes that we need to actually help improve that for you they've done it they fixed it with running shoes that's why I brought it up
2: mm-hmm. but
1: they haven't fixed it on most of the other shoes I
2: the other thing I was going to say. Perfect. Okay. So work shoes. That's the thing I was going to talk about. Once upon a time I started culinary school and we were required to find a pair of shoes that we could work in. Um, and so they had to be slip resistant. They had to be completely closed, no mesh, no nothing. They had to be leather all the way through because you're getting hot liquids. You're getting sharp knives. They want to protect your feet. I could not find a pair that fit all of that criteria and were comfortable to wear. The mm-hmm. pair I ended up getting were so uncomfortable. They squeezed my feet, they provided zero support and the bottoms were hard. And I'm on my feet for 6 hours during class. That's not acceptable. The men's shoes There were so many options. I even tried to buy a pair of men's shoes, but they didn't have them in a small enough size that I could. It's like they are trying to keep women out of the workplace by not giving them the proper equipment that they need. Finally, I didn't even end up using that pair that I bought. I actually had to go onto a different website and find a different pair of shoes that was only slightly better a little bit more comfortable on the bottom, but they still squeeze my toes, they're not comfortable, and they're not gonna last long, because they're women's shoes. That that was my other thing.
1: That's important, that's great.
0: Coming up next, Rance from a Hat with Andrea.
1: Okay, now Andrea, I'm gonna change direction just a little bit. Okay. Um, I think we should talk about video games.
2: Video games? Are we doing a rant from a hat?
1: We are doing a rant from a hat. Let's do it.
2: (laughs) All right, guys. This is just from my brain. I haven't prepared anything on this yet.
1: Okay. So, video games. Mm -hmm. um, Truthfully, I've never talked to you about video games. So, I don't know if you like Mm -hmm. them or dislike them or have strong feelings either way. So, let's, let's go that way first. Video games typically are assumed that it's going to be guys that are playing guys that are doing it so what are your feelings about the fact that video games are for guys and not for girls Uh
2: (laughs) video games are for whoever wants to play them first of all um i grew up with two sisters and one awesome brother my sisters are awesome too but i say awesome brother, because he's my only brother, so I can talk about how great he is. He's a favorite brother. He's my favorite brother, yes, when you don't count the (laughs) brothers-in-law. Yeah, so he, yeah, is absolutely my favorite brother. He's kind of a punk, let me just say, (laughs) first of all. Second of all, he is the reason that I even got into playing any sort of video games, because he was super into them, and... I would see him playing them and I would just beg to play with him and some of the time he was like no go away you're my baby sister you know but a lot of the time he'd be like yeah come play with me and we would play together and it was so much fun to just get that time to spend with my brother playing these video games right and he didn't care that I was a girl he just taught me how to play and it was awesome and I was (laughs) I'm not very good (laughs) at a lot of the video games okay I'm but he had an Xbox three hundred and sixty when I was growing up, which dates me quite a bit because there are two newer generations. Date out.
1: dates are less than me. That's it's true. Because if we were to talk about what video games we had,
2: Nintendo sixty four, Atari, no, no, it was
1: so we. You had the, the original. We basically Nintendo. had the original Atari,
2: yeah,
1: that had a couple games on it, um, and you had to have. They were basically. They looked like. Space there's Invaders. Not, there's nothing like that. There's they, they basically have they had um, cartridges that you'd put into the Atari to play the game. Right. And these cartridges, literally, you stick them in and you could play. I mean, what 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 would we have? We have Space Invaders. Mm-hmm. We had um, Breakout mm-hmm. and Pong. I think were the three main yeah. games. Pong. So, um. so that dates me a little bit more. Now, in saying that. We didn't have this when I was little. It was Mm-mm. not until I was probably
2: came out in the seventies, yeah.
1: It'd be yeah, it'd be later seventies. So then... I was, it was probably I was probably eight or nine. I, I, we didn't have one until we moved to Utah, which means I was at least in third grade. Probably.
2: Where'd you guys live before you lived in Utah?
1: New Jersey. Oh,
2: I feel like I knew that at one point. Anyway, yeah, no, because and then after the seventies, there was like the the. I don't remember what it was, the video game strike or breakdown or something. I don't remember the term for it, but video games fell out of popularity because they were all basically the same until Nintendo came around. Right. Which, I'm a huge nerd and my husband's a huge nerd, so we watched a, a documentary about video games. <laughs> That's why I know that. So now you know
1: more than you need to know.
2: Yeah, right, about yeah about older gaming systems. But anyway, so we are, we're on a tangent. Right, Xbox 360,
1: so she had a she had she had a game at home that she got to play with her brother.
2: Yes, and, um, the most memorable one on his Xbox that he let me play was Halo Three, <laughs> <laughs> not Halo, not Halo Two, Halo Three. Um, and that, it was so much fun because I would get to be like this alien dude helping out my brother take down my own species. I don't remember exactly the plot, but I think that was it. Something like that. Yeah, the commander was helping out, and then there's there's. Uh, Cortana helping you, which is now the the Windows AI, the name of the Windows AI because Windows bought
1: yeah.
2: Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, that's just a different little yeah. rant. But no, it was so much fun. I was shooting all these bad guys and playing with my brother. Um. And sometimes he would even let me play if my if his friends were there, which is a big deal for like a teenage boy, because. When you're a teenage boy your baby sister is not the coolest person to have around but his friends were really neat and they actually they liked me so that was nice um and yeah and so and eventually in 2005 I believe when the Wii came out uh my siblings begged my parents to get a Wii they were like it's this brand new technology you can point it right at the screen and see your remote it's so cool right because this was groundbreaking technology at the time it really was um and and so they begged my parents and my parents didn't get one until like 2008 and so the Wii was old by (laughs) then. but we were so excited to get a Wii we played all of the games too we played Wii Sports the original Wii Sports they re they redid it later on but the original Wii Sports we played all the tennis all the bowling and it was so cool because we were we were hitting the tennis balls with our remotes instead of with the buttons right with the motion detecting technology that they had out and you had this cool little sensor bar that you pointed at so that um that knew where you were yeah so that it would pick up and it was just it's just infrared technology but it was so cool at the time and we played DDR on it and like a home version of DDR, you guys, which, I mean, that PlayStation did that too, but, um, it was just really cool. And we did, we did the most memorable one for me was Mario Kart. Cause that was the one I was the best at. And like, I, I could probably like skunk my husband on the Wii version of Mario Kart. You guys, <laughs> it was the first one to have automatic transmission as an option. It is the only one currently to have automatic transition as an option transmission as an option because uh mario kart 8 does not have Oof. that as an option you have to drift and that's actually a problem for me <laughs> so it makes that game a lot harder but no i could i could skunk ryan probably at mario kart on the wii because i i got to know each track intimately i know every turn i know every little shortcut um, especially on, I think, I don't, Daisy Circuit. Daisy Circuit, that's the name of the one that I got the best at because I found the shortcut before anyone else did in my family. <laughs> there is a very strategic shortcut on that one that if you take it, you will win. And if no one else takes it, you'll win. But if other people try to take it, then it's it's, it's more a of a competition. Harder. Yeah. yeah. So I, so I got, I fell in love with these video games, right? Because it was time with my family. It was time with my brother. We all got in, sup, like my sisters aren't super into video games. Um, they just didn't have the same experience as I did um, with them. They find them kind of tedious, I guess. <laughs> but um, this experience with my brother really connected me with these video games. Um, and we all got into Mario Kart. Um, even my sisters. And my dad, my dad got super into Mario Kart with us. And it was turning into a tradition when I was living at home. And my older sister, Michelle, was living at home. um, And Marcus was actually on his mission during this time. And Alicia was, was married and had her first baby. And she would come over for Sunday dinner, like every week. And then after Sunday dinner, we would sometimes make dessert or... And in fact, sometimes and or, we would play a Mario Kart tournament. And there weren't enough remotes to go around. So whoever was the loser had to give up their remote. And it was so much fun. It was just this big bonding experience that I had with my family. And it was something that I could do, you know? I'm I'm the littlest. I'm the youngest in my family. And so usually my siblings are way better at things. Well, not, I mean, we're all adults now. So I've, I've caught yeah, up. Yeah, but you were
1: excluded right? In it early on
2: they were they were always better than me at these games that we would play my dad's super into games always has been is more now than he used to be but has always been super into like tabletop games board games in fact we'll probably have him call in at some point just to talk about tabletop board games
1: should be interesting actually
2: yeah um and so we would play these games and i would be like eight or nine or seven or whatever playing these games with my older siblings and my oldest sister is nine years older than me so and and the closest sister to my age is 5 years older than me. So that's quite a difference. If you're a little kid trying to keep up with these older kids and your dad playing these games. And I, and so I was never as good. So I never thought I was good at board games. But actually probably helped me to be better because I was living up to the higher standard.
1: You're trying yeah, you're trying to stay to their standard. Yeah.
2: Right. But with Mario Kart, I was good and I could win sometimes and that was just that was thrilling for a youngest sibling because if I could beat my older siblings at this I could never beat my brother sometimes maybe but my brother was like a fiend at at these games but I could beat my sisters and I could beat my dad at these games. And so that was just amazing. So I re- I have a special place in my heart for video games. And for anyone who says that girls can't play video games or shouldn't play video games, that's just ridiculous. Um So yeah.
1: One takeaway that I'm going to actually put here because we're going to probably stop this rant. I we
2: this one's probably have to do another more. one. Yeah. Because we have to do
1: we're going to have to do some more rants with video games because it sounds like she's got more to say. I do. But so what we're going to do here is say if you didn't get anything from this, this can be a great thing if it's used right Right. to strengthen and build and help your family as opposed to just an obstacle for what you're trying to do as a family. So. Right.
2: And my husband has a different experience with video games. He likes them, but he maybe overused them a little bit in his youth. Right. So, so.
1: Perfect. We will end there. So I guess the big question is when we get together again, what are we going to talk about? mama bear
2: oh yes bears bears let's talk about bears can we please talk about bears next time (laughs) i freaking love bears you guys i love bears yes
1: (laughs) perfect so we're going to talk about the mama bear or bears in general next time
2: freaking bears
1: and as you can see excitement that she already had with this it's probably going to go a little bit she'll get into her mode and start talking a lot quicker than she was in some of this stuff (laughs)
2: I'm so ex- I'm less excited about pockets because the pocket issue is being solved now, but I'm really excited about bears, you guys.
1: Perfect. So next time we will talk about bears, and I'm excited to see where it goes. See you later.
0: Thank you for listening to My Own Little Soapbox with Andrea Bean Gibson and Dr. Brandt Gibson. We'll be back next week with another discussion from Andrea's Soapbox. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know and share it with your friends, too. And if there's a subject you would like considered, please leave a comment so Andrea can discuss it in a future episode. My own little soapbox, own little soapbox, soapbox.